I spend a lot of time on this channel talking about why it's so important to let go a little bit and to loosen our grip on our practice. That is my main focus. But I wanted to talk a little bit today about why it is also important to get good. Gotta give, gotta give everything its due consideration. I think maybe I think it's important to get good for uh, reasons that are not shared by everyone. Um, I don't think that it's important in any concrete sense to improve your skills. I don't see how it could be concrete because your evaluation of your skills and whether you have them or not and how far along you are in their acquisition or uh, custodianship um, is based on just your, your own prejudices, just your own subjective preferences for what makes art good or <laughs> Uh, even more fraught, what you think makes your art good, as if you could really know that. Um, so there's no concrete reason why you would need to improve your skills. And indeed, many a skillless piece of art has stood the test of time and spoken to people, and that is for sure. So why would it be important to get good if there's no way to um, objectively put skills up against each other or to measure them or to hold on to them, really. Well, I think that it's important to get good at the things that you have carefully assessed you find it important to be good at, to be skillful with in your practice, because of how that can prepare you and condition you to pay attention to the stranger parts of your practice. I think that ultimately it is important to get good so that you can watch the things that you struggled so hard to get good at, watch them slip under the filmy surface of conscious awareness and disappear forever. I think that it's very important to uh, grapple with the objective technicalities of anatomy for four years, and then at the end of it, see how you do your best work when you now forget it. When all of that conscious work that required sometimes literal just memorization, just sitting there with flashcards and remembering all the names and labeling them on diagrams, just do all of that and feel what it feels like to be so conscious of every step, so aware of whether you remember something, don't remember something, if you're holding on to it, if you're not holding on to it, if it's sticking, if it's not, if it's creating improvement, sometimes going blank and being like, what's the name of that muscle? What's the name of that muscle? Consciously pulling it up. Just go through all of that to see how real that feels so that you will notice how utterly dreamlike it all becomes when it finally slips away, when you have it when you have become skillful with it. Don't go the dark way on that. Don't focus on becoming prideful about it. Like, oh, look at me, it's become automatic. Ah, I've achieved the goal finally. No, 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 that's, that's all bullshit. That's nothing, there's nothing there. Instead, instead notice how 
odd it is that that is possible. Notice how completely counterintuitive that actually is. I think we take it for granted much, much too granted that such a, such a leviathan of an obstacle, such a, such really a, a big foamy tangled mess of goals and confusion as learning anatomy can just sink away under the surface visible for a moment when it's only under a foot or two of water and then just disintegrating into darkness gone gone completely now when you draw that part of your skill set it's only hindered if you consciously think about it. It, it only works well when it, it's not at all on your mind, when it's just handling itself in the background. That is amazing. That is amazing. And it deserves your attention. It deserves your attention. I believe it's important to get good and get your skills just so that you have an opportunity to watch that happen and to pay attention to it. Therein are great secrets about what it means to be creative and to make good work. The conscious absorbed it, grappled with it, fought with it, cut it up, dissected it, looked into all the little pieces, you know, convinced itself that this diagram in this uh, medical manual was the nature of drawing an exciting arm or body or anything, and, 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 and just completely, you know, tricked itself day after day after day after day after day to learn it. And then when it had done good work, it just fed it all to the subconscious, just offered it up. And the giant mirror-like lake of awareness just slipped the whole big rotting carcass of tired, burnt out anatomy practice, just gave it to the whole subconscious. And that's what does it. Now your subconscious has it. Now the intimate, close, empty space from which your ideas come and your preferences come and your assessments of your ideas come and your love for your ideas or the ideas of others comes. Now that space has integrated that skill that you fought with. And now it's not yours anymore. It's not, a, it's not the realm of your conscious working anymore. It doesn't need it. Now the ideas come with that part integrated. And now new ideas are available to you because you have that skill integrated. Now some ideas come with a very anatomical focus because the anatomy has been integrated. Now Ideas come with a very value-centric focus because you've really worked on your values. Now ideas come with a very strong color impression. Ideas come that are all about color because you've worked on your color and grappled with it. How it all comes bundled up together. 
that is an amazing thing to watch unfold over the years. And it's humbling. It's humbling that um, all of your conscious effort must eventually give way, bow down in front of the vast unknown that is going on behind the parts you can hold on to. I'm calling it the subconscious here, but who knows what it is? That's really the thing. It's so fundamentally mysterious. Where do ideas come from? Where does the art practice come from? Do you do it or does it do you? Who is drawing now? I'm not making any claim to have any idea what the answer to those questions is. I have no earthly idea. And whenever I do get an idea in my head, it's quite clear that I couldn't possibly actually know. And I don't think anyone can know. It seems to be a perfect mystery. And from that mystery, it seems you can get an infinite energy, an infinite fascination with the practice and what will come of it. I, if I could give anything to an art student, it would be a, a way to be very intimate with that part of the practice because it is healing and protective. It defends against burnout. Even when you get exhausted, even when things have been very hard, it doesn't matter how hard your job has been. It doesn't matter how hard the critiques have been. It doesn't matter how hard the failures have been with your skills and your studies and your exercises. You just rest a little bit and then your mind will always return to um, the undamaged part of the practice, the always pristine, clear mystery of what's going to come next. It could be anything. And where does it come from? And how strange is it that to interface with that empty open space at the core of your practice seems to, to interface with it seems to have a naturally joyful feeling. What a rush. How strange. How lucky. Maybe it could have been another way. Maybe to be creative just physiologically could have had a naturally crushingly negative feeling at its core. Maybe a species with that set of conditioning would not value creativity, would despise it. It would be a, a bad thing. Who knows? But we seem to really love it. It seems clear upon inspection that the negativity comes from what we project onto it. What we insist we think we know about the world out there and what it wants from our creativity and just dumping that onto this conditionless, structureless core that produces our work. And then somehow letting that reflect personally on ourselves and letting it make us upset or tired or miserable. So 
get good. Practice really hard. Learn the things that you want to learn because you feel you need them for the art you want to make, not because somebody else told you that you need to be good at that particular aspect of art. Forget that. Get good at the things that you want to be good at to make the work that you want to make as well as you can understand your goals and your practices and pay attention as you get good. Watch how vital it is that it eventually become unconscious and instead become a tool for the empty open space at the center of the practice instead of a tool for the grasping, preening, obsessed, conscious part of the practice, which would only turn those tools towards criticality of itself and others. Watch how important it is to instead offer those skills up to sacrifice them to the subconscious. Don't ignore it. Let it give you peace and faith in the practice. As much as you can handle is waiting for you there. Thanks for drawing today.